0: Hey there mama bear, welcome back to another episode. Today we're talking about having a trendy shop and when is it a good idea to kind of follow the trend versus when it's not a good idea. So let's chat about that today. Before we start mama, I just want to remind you that if you have a Etsy shop or you want to open a Etsy shop, I have a course for you that will walk you through Everything you need to know to make sure that you have the most amazing Etsy shop ever and how to have all the proper foundations set up correctly for your shop so that you have a shop that is making sales, that's getting visits, that's getting those favorites, that is... Making money, which is duh the most important thing, right? So head over to Juliana Brabati slash work with me to find out more about the course. I am so excited for you to get your hands on it and start digging in. Okay, mama. So now let's chat about those trendy shops. Should you have one or should you not? So let's talk about the pros and the cons first. Obviously, the pros of having a trendy shop is that if you're able to get in the trend right away, you're gonna make a lot of sales. So you're always gonna have you know, the, the, the push of sales whenever you know a trend is picking up, especially if you're like the first one or one of the first ones to get in there, you're gonna get a lot of that push. So that's gonna be amazing for you if you're able to, to do that, if you're able to be one of the, the first ones playing the game. If you are a super creative person who just gets your juices flowing and you have all this creative energy that needs to come out of you, This is going to be amazing for you too, right? Because you're always going to be able to get those juices out, this creative juices out and make money from that. So that's another pro as well. Another pro is that if you are somebody who is always following the trends, I think you're going to get known for that and people know to come to you. So if you can train um, your buyers to come to you every time there's a new trend that they need the new trendy thing, if you can train them to come to you, then you're going to enhance. But for that, you need to go back and listen to other episodes that I talk about how to build your email list, how to build that customer and the fan base. So go back and listen to a bunch of other episodes that I have on that so you know those are amazing pros on right at the end of the day if you're able to jump on that um, trend right away and ride the wave you're gonna make possibly a whole lot of money now let's talk about the cons of having a trendy shop it's gonna get competitive super early on so you're always gonna have to be on your toes being super innovative um you know, it just is what it is. It's going to get competitive. People are going to copy you whether, and this is true, whether on Amazon or Etsy, like for example, the other day I went on Amazon because now I'm homeschooling my kids and I'm looking to expand my magnet tile collection. And I remember back when magnet house became a thing, there was just one brand, it was magnet tiles. And now you go there and they're like, hundreds of brands, it doesn't end, you know, there's so many brands, so yeah, magnet tiles are cool and all, and I feel like they were, I mean, they're kind of an evergreen toy, they, they, they're here to stay, but there was a super trendy push, especially last year with the pandemic, I think, and now everybody sells um, magnet tiles, so that would not be a good trend for you to jump on, like, do not jump on a after it has had its peak because you're going to be so disappointed you're going to have all this inventory or even if you sell printables or whatever you're going to spend all this time creating this product that's already super competitive and you know how do you even get in how do you even break that market once that trend has kind of like you know died off Another con, it's that it's a very volatile market, right? Like you can have a trendy shop, but once that, that trend, you know, dies down, then what? You got to find the next trendy wave and you got to jump on that. So it's not an evergreen shop in the sense that you sell a product that can be sold year round for years to come. You know, it, it kind of comes and goes and you you always have to be on top of what's trending and That can be super time consuming, especially if you're a mama. And what if you have a a business, a day job, whatever, how are you going to find time to be on top of the trend? Another con is that you don't know when your business is going to fail, right? Like you always have to, you can never just like breathe and relax and know that your business is always going to be there taking care of you, that it's this passive thing, which I, I feel like most of us go into this business because we want passive income coming in. But then if you're if you have a trendy shop, then you can't because you always have to be on top of the trend and you always have to worry about where is the money coming coming in from, you know, because you you're going to be in this feast famine cycle a lot. So that's another thing for you to think about. Another con, and we touched on this already, but that is that maybe you found the trend at the right time, but by the time you were done sourcing your product, or maybe you're making a digital product, whatever, and you're done designing the product, you go to, you know, put your product and the competition was just like, you know, everybody found the trend, you know? So that can be another con as well. And it can like really hurt you if you, If you sell on Amazon and you sourced, you know, like a thousand units of this product and now you have a thousand units of whatever turned your product and now your competition has grown exponentially, then what? You're really going to struggle. Now, you can probably tell that I am a huge fan of shops that are evergreen meaning you sell a product that you don't depend on the trend whatever the, the kids are doing these days you have a shop that just sells for you again and again and again and you can add more things to your online store but you don't have to worry about what's trending and what's not you just have a shop that looks beautiful that has really good quality stuff and you have those fans that are just always there for you and by the way if you think about really huge brands most of them are very evergreen. Like, for example, I'm thinking of Tiffany's right now. Like, do you ever see Tiffany's jump on a, on like a bandwagon? I remember in high school, it was super trendy to have this like chain link things with like your, with a little heart and your name on it. Like that was the thing to have. And I don't see as many people out anymore, but it's still kind of like a timeless piece. And I see, I think that, Yes, it was very trendy then, but and, and you know that at some point that trend's going to come back because, you know, that's, we're cyclical beings and things come back around, but um, it's not like Tiffany made this thing and for that trend, and they're always hopping on trends. You know, it's a very timeless product. You can still go on Tiffany's.com and find this bracelet that I'm talking about, um, and it just happened that he picked up that trend back when I was in high school, like whatever, 15 years ago. But at the end of the day, Tiffany's is not, you know, a trendy place. It's just this beautiful store that you walk into, you know, you're getting whatever, you're getting a good quality. It's the name, you're paying for the name and all those things, right? So something for you to think about whether or not you should, you know, when you're thinking about your brand and what, what it is that you want, do you want to always be innovating and finding out new things and always going after the trend or do you want to just kind of like create a really awesome product or line of products and have that work for you again and again and again. It's completely up to you which route you go, mama. I personally I am more for the evergreen route because I know that I don't have to depend on a trend to pick me up or down. You know, it's always there just working for me. Now, what if, you know, you jump on a trend and you didn't even know it was a trend, like it was kind of like a mistake. You just found this product and this is very true on Amazon. You found a product and it was really good and you're like, I'm going to do it. And then it blew up overnight and now you have all this inventory. So what do you do? So mama, don't fret. I really think here that the key is that you just need to go back and listen to the other episodes that I've talked about this, but you need to find a way to bring outside traffic in. Um, to your store which should be the strategy no matter what you never just depend on ppc and organically ranking on the platform that is huge don't get me wrong that is huge but you need to think about bringing traffic from the outside in just have to that is the rule of the game And working with an influencer and putting out your specific brand so people know it's you and they come to trust you. And that's when having the solid brand foundation will really help you because you are going to stand out and... Even though it's kind of like a bloodbath over on on Amazon because everybody's selling the same product, you can rest assured that at least if you're working with an influencer or you're up on Pinterest and you're doing these things, you're creating content around your specific product, then at a minimum, um, even though it's still competitive, you're building your fan base, which is huge, right? Another thing you can do to think about is let's say you found this product and it became super trendy and now you have a bunch of it. Um... You can try to liquidate it somehow, that is an option as well, but you can also use it as a way to, again, grow your brand, maybe use it as a giveaway to push the, the, the next product that you launch. So there are ways way, to leverage the product that you bought that maybe became saturated super quickly. Another way to think about it is, and we I, I said this in another episode before, is if uh, you put on your toddler brain on and you think about what else this product can be because we tend to think that, you know, this this product is this, you know, like, this is a pen, and that's all it is, but if you think about it, like, for example, I'm looking at my, uh, my fountain pen, and to me, like, this is an eco-friendly pen, it's made out of metal, the inside of it is glass, it's refillable, you know what I'm saying, so other hippie people like me who are looking for an eco-friendly pen, uh, they're no longer just looking for a pen, they're looking for an eco-friendly pen, so if you can, like, you know find you know uh, sit down with your product and think about what are the things what else is your product then you have you know a really good um, way of pulling yourself out of a trend and changing your listing around to be something else to put a creative spin on it and just kind of go after you know a different set of keywords and have different pictures and have it be you know Innovate the product without actually innovating the product, if you understand what I'm saying. You're innovating the listing and the pictures, so you have a chance of turning the product around. Now, if you do want to be a trendy shop, and this is especially true for my Etsy mamas um, who are making their, their printables and their invitations and planners and whatnot, um, make sure that you're being super savvy about this and that you're following super fancy and trendy people that are dealing with the millionaires and the billionaires, right? So let's say you find a party planner and you follow them on Instagram and you follow them on on Pinterest, whatever, and you're following them to see what it is that they're doing. Because obviously... Rich people, they get to a trend first and they get to enjoy it first and then the masses enjoy it. So that's how you get to be ahead of the trend is by seeing what these people are doing. Same thing with force, you know, to see what are, what are the colors that are going to be trending this year, uh, what are the flowers going to be trending this year. Make sure that you're following really high profile um, people in the industry so that you know when a trend is coming and you're able to jump on it. And always, if you are going to be this trendy person, uh, with a trendy shop, make sure that you are al- aware of what's going on and be creative and open up your mind to what is around you so you can always capitalize on those trends. There is, of course, always a possibility for you to make a ton of money being a trendy shop. It's just that you have to be on top of it and you you know, don't hop on a trend when it's already trendy. You got to hop on a trend before it gets there, you know, which is, it can be tricky, right? But if you're able to do that while building your fan base, then you're going to be golden. You won't have to worry as much as other people who do have the trendy shops, you know, because if other people are just kind of like depending on serendipity to bring them traffic while you're actually building a fan base, then not only are you going to grow your brand organically that way, because, Those people who bought from you, they're going to come back to you again and again and again. They're also going to spread the word about you. And those people are your best people. People are the best marketing tools ever. Because if I tell you, oh my gosh, girl, you should like totally buy this product. It's amazing. It does X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. I am much more likely to buy from a person that I know who personally recommended it to me versus anything else, right? Now, my personal opinion on this is that I think... If you are on Amazon and you're, you have a really solid store that's making you know hundreds of dollars of sales every month, you have uh, a stronger possibility of jumping on the trend and riding that wave really super strong because Amazon knows you and you're going to, you know, especially if you're like an established brand, you're going to be fine for everybody else. I recommend, especially in the beginning, if you're just starting out, do not jump on a trend because it'll be hard, it'll be hard for you. It'll be a bloodbath before you know it, so in the beginning especially mama if you're starting out on amazon pick something that's more evergreen pick something that you can sell again and again and again pick something that's not seasonal um because you know if it's summer yeah if you sell to floridians it's summer all all around but if you you know you can't sell beach towels all year round to somebody who lives in new york or i don't know northeast of the united states whatever you know somewhere where, where it gets really cold so you have to think about that you know it's not just a matter of is it trendy now is it just like a super seasonal product you know so if you're just starting out, pick something that you see the future for it. And it's something that you're not, it's independent of any trends or anything. It's evergreen and you can always sell and you can, it's just always there making a sale for you. If you're a more established brand, yeah, you, you, you can do that and you're probably going to be fine. And even when the trend dies out and there's still the people that are coming to buy the product, um, you're still probably going to be one of the only ones standing still. So that's good. On Etsy, it's more flexible, right? Because if you are just sitting in front of your computer um, designing this product, of course, it's going to take you time to do it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's much easier um, than if you have a thousand units of something just like sitting in a warehouse somewhere, right? It's, it's easier for you to just be like, okay, I spent 20 hours doing this thing and bah, it didn't really work versus I have oh, this money and energy and that I put into this product and now I have so many units and I don't know what to do. So I feel like it's more flexible if you're an Etsy mama selling your printables, selling your invitations and selling uh, th- those sorts of more trendy items over there. Or even if you're hand-making your products, right? Like if you're making them yourself, you know, it, you're gonna be making so many at a time. So it won't be a huge loss versus having all this inventory of products that you don't you don't know what to do with so mama at the end of the day the choice is yours there are pros and cons to both really and if you are gonna jump on the trend just make sure that you are ahead of the trend that you're you know paying attention to what's going on around you and I am all for team evergreen because that is what works for me personally that's what works for my family I I also have to think about that I don't always want to be you know looking at the next trend i just want something that's solid that's working for me that is kind of like always steady slow and steady i'm okay with slow and steady i don't want you know to have a spike and then go into this feast and famine cycle every time i want something that's consistently bringing me money without me having to th- having to think about it i'd rather sit here and understand how to optimize my product rather than always have to innovate and innovate and innovate every time you know I I like to innovate my marketing strategy not uh, you know come up with product ideas every single time but that is just how I am you might be totally different you might be just you know I love trends I I love the rush and, and that's all very personal it's all really up to you so mama you really need to sit down with you and understand what is the route that you want to go Anyway, Mama, I hope this was super helpful to you. If it was, don't forget that I have a Facebook group where you can come and chat with me and we can like braid each other's hair virtually. You know, it can be a very lonely ride doing this e commerce thing by ourselves. And sometimes we don't even have the support of others. So, Mama, I'm here for you. You know, remember that. Anyway, Mama, you are strong, you're capable, you can do hard things. And until next time, may be back in peace, love, and kindness. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.